Welcome everybody to the Sleepy Perform Repeat podcast. This is your host, David Clancy, and along with my co-host, Connor Gavin, we are here in Soco Performance, Dublin, Ireland, to bring you a podcast focusing on what it means to be performing at the highest level, what in essence is high-performance culture. We're going to share our experience and our backgrounds into what we've acquired over the years. Connor Gavin has extensive experience of working in the AFL with the West Coast Eagles, but also having worked in a high-performance environment with the Irish rugby team. Myself, David Clancy, I'm going to bring my experience and know-how from having worked in London with Isaac Kinetic Medical Group on Hardy Street, but also having experienced high-performance culture working with the Brooklyn Nets and the San Antonio Spurs of the NBA. What we're striving to achieve here is to find out what exactly makes high-level athletes tick and what makes them to perform at the highest level and how they really can get back to play at the highest level of return to play and return to performance after injury. How do all these elements play a role in performance? That's what we're really trying to find out here. So I hope you all enjoy listening to this and can learn. I really hope it sparks an interest because what we're really trying to do here in Ireland is evolve and grow and tap into what really makes high performance culture. Hi guys, great podcast to bring you today. Myself and David sat down and spoke with Jay Ajayi, the NFL running back. It's a real privilege and an honour to speak to somebody who has played and performed and won in one of the biggest games on earth, which was obviously the Super Bowl that Jay played in last year uh, when the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Patriots. So Jay is going through his own injury struggles at the moment. He's currently rehabbing an ACL injury. Uh, But we kept the conversation today more on the performance side of things because Jay had some real interesting bits of information on things like the NFL draft which is obviously coming up soon and his own recollections of his mindset that week uh, we also had a good chat about what success means to him so whether it's more about you know bumping up those individual stats or whether it's more important to be getting the team wins which is kind of the priority in a contract driven league such as the NFL uh, we had a very good chat about the transferability of players from other sports into the NFL and then also the recent attempts uh, to water down the physicality somewhat of, of the league so what he thought about that. Jay also a massive football fan, a massive Arsenal fan so we had a good bit of a chat about that now that we're getting towards the business end of the season in the Premier League. Um, so yeah hopefully you all get something from this, myself and David took a lot from it. If you have any questions or comments you can reach out to any of us, you can obviously get through to the clinic on Soco Performance on Insta, uh, same with David, he's there on D Clancy Physio and of course the main man himself, Jay is available on Jay Train. So yeah, any questions, comments, give us a shout, otherwise sit back and hopefully you enjoy it. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Sleepy Performer Peace. Today myself and David are delighted to be speaking to Jay Ajayi, uh, American football player. David knows Jay well, so I'm going to hand over to David here to give you an intro. So what can we say about Jay? Well Jay, you know, English born, American football running back, plays in the NFL. Obviously played college football I think in Boise State, um, was drafted with Miami in 2015 and he actually won the Super Bowl with the Eagles in 52 versus the Pats, and he was the starting running back in the game. He's also made the Pro Bowl in 2016. I, I know Jay because I worked with him a little bit in London. You know, he's part of the UK NFL network there, and he, he's actually, unfortunately, rehabbing again from, from a big knee injury. He hurt his ACL there when he was just finding some form last year. So, um, so look, we're looking forward to hearing Jay's thoughts on a couple of things, and he's... He's a nice name for us to have here in Ireland. Um, nice big international name for us. So, 
So Jay, just you know, where are you, where are you at today? How how's things going? You know, you're you're coming to London in a couple of days. How's how's your rehab going? We've been following you on Instagram. I have anyway. How's everything going? Yeah, I'm I'm doing all right. Um, I'm actually in Los Angeles right now. Um, that's why I'm doing my rehab for my ACL. Uh, but yeah, things have been going well. I'm progressing every day. Um, like you said, I'm getting ready to come out to England uh, in the next couple of days, pretty shortly. So I'm just trying to get all my affairs in order for that. But yeah, just been attacking my rehab every day. And you've been you've been training in the Meyer Institute, Jay. Is that right? Yes, the Meyer Institute of Sport. That's uh, who I've been training with. Had uh, 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 PTs over there. Uh, John Meyer and Lisa Meyer. I mean, it's been really great. Uh, they've been uh, helping me out a lot. Okay, okay, that's good. And so, so what's going what's going on with you going over to to London? You're doing a bit of promotional work, is it mainly? Yeah, so I'm going to London, uh, you know, just to continue my ambassador program with the NFL UK. Uh, since I got in the NFL, uh, you know, being from London, being born in Britain, uh, it's been something that I've been a part of, uh, you know, working with NFL UK. So it's just another, um, you know, visit that I have to do um, to come over and uh, have some obligations I have to get done as well as, you know, getting the opportunity to get back home uh, to London and just being able to enjoy that trip as well. So Jay, it's obviously a, a busy week for you, no doubt, with the, with the drafts coming up. Just to, to go back to your own time when you got drafted, could you talk us through kind of the week leading up to it, how things, how things went for you in terms of your mindset and, uh, and uh, any aspects like that that uh, you could advise some of the young prospects this week, what they can do? Yeah, I mean, we're really, it's just the uncertainty of, you know, figuring out where you're going to be playing. Uh, you know, that's the biggest thing is just, uh, you know, the wait until the draft. And then once the draft is here, um, you know, it's just the, the wait of hearing your name called or, you know, figuring out what what's um, going to happen with you in the NFL. And really, for me, my positioning on the draft, you know, being five years in this, it's not even about uh, where you land, it's, you know, what you do at wherever you do land and uh, how you make yourself stick. So that's the most important thing to take away. Especially you, draft, be, especially you being a running back. Don't worry about, you know, what's going on in the drafting. Uh, wherever you end up, you know, just do, do your best to stick there. So it's very much a kind of a control the controllables type situation. Yeah, there's a lot of uncontrollables in the NFL draft. Um, a lot of politics, a lot of uh, business side deals, all that good stuff. So, uh, being a young kid, you know, uh, it's really important to just control what you can control and not get caught up in all the, um, the smoke and mirrors of the draft and the storylines and this and that. Uh, and just believe in yourself, have a lot of self confidence. That's a, That's a big key. Yeah, of course. And um, so, so Jay, let's get away from the NFL for a minute. There's a big game tonight in England. Manchester United are trying to do Liverpool a favour and beat City, but your boys are still struggling with a bit of form at the moment. 
Yes, it's just been a very crazy time, very mad time in the PL um, with that top four race. Lucky for us, I mean, we have Europa going, so we're in the semis for that. That's right, um, yeah. So, so that's already, if we can just, you know, devote everything to that and winning that, that will solidify that, that uh, Champions League place. But as well as just, you know, wanting to be successful and have a good campaign, I mean, I think it's important for the, the, the guys on the team to make sure they finish strong. You know, the season is coming to a close. Um, and it's crazy when you don't have, uh, you know, the power of control, controlling your own destiny, you know. And uh, I think right now, if, if I'm not mistaken, if we just can win our games and handle our own business, um, then... Yeah, regardless of whatever the other teams do, it's not going to matter. Cause yeah, that's true. Them. But um, I think it just comes down to them just staying on top of their form, trying to pick it back up, and understanding what's at stake, you know, and, and uh, you know, making sure that they achieve their goals. That's tough for me to hear as a Manchester United man, Jay. I'm not very happy nah, with this conversation. We were doing okay up to that. <laughs> nah, I know you guys are struggling too, though. <laughs> <laughs> Badly. Can't even beat Everton. So yeah, you guys getting drilled out there. <laughs> struggling, struggling. So, so Jay, you know what? You know what your NFL thing you're doing in London. Obviously, I I was there. I've been at a couple of games in Wembley, and they're they're pretty cool events, right? When every team's represented. You know, it could be an Eagles game, could be a Rams game. Jaguars obviously have been there a lot, and you just have any and every team rep. Like I'd be rocking Steelers gear there. It, it's kind of cool to see. NFL is obviously getting pretty big in London now, isn't it? There's three, four games every year now. What's that like? Because you're you're kind of the you're nearly the face behind it, you know. What's that like? Oh, it's been amazing to see the growth of the games, especially since coming in the NFL. Um, from going from I think it was like two games to four games, and now they sell out all eight games. I believe that happened in London and. Um, like you were saying, just the, the great um, variety of, uh, you know, fans that come out. It just showcases, you know, that the, the game is for sure growing over there in London and that there's a, a big demand for it. I think it's going to be interesting to see whether, um, you know, a London team can be backed with the same kind of uh, fan appreciation that these fans showed their teams for right now, just because a lot of it may have come from being passed down, uh, you know, from parents being fans of a certain team, and that's why the the average London fan is a fan of their team. Whereas, you know, who knows if there's a London franchise, if those fans will be able to um, drop those alliances and be able to to. Yeah, I get you. Fans of that London team. Maybe bring bring Marshawn Lynch out of retirement again. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. They say he he only wants to play for Oakland. So, so I, the London deal will have to be a sweet deal for that. He's a hometown boy, so. Exactly. Exactly <laughs> right. So, Jay, you mentioned there about say the success and the NFL success and trying to bring itself to London. But if we're to change tack a little bit and talk about say individual success and say how you would measure your own success i know the nfl kind of from from observing it from a distance it seems to be very stats driven you know what player got so many yards per game and and so many kind of sacks in the game this kind of stuff so 
when you're looking at an appraise in your own game, like, and obviously you'd have an observation on this of teammates. Is it very much kind of everyone is about their own stats, or is there is there a culture there where people will sacrifice for the greater good um, in terms of the team winning at the at the cost of of their own stats? Yeah, I believe um, at the end of the day, uh, it's probably a mixture of both in reality, um, because there's guys that on the team that you know obviously if they know that the stats certain like a defensive lineman if they get him two plus sacks that's going to affect the game you know incredibly yeah. um, and I think that that's uh, like one of the big things where like those guys can affect the game whereas like compared to maybe like a receiver or running back counting the yards that they're doing um, it, it might be just a little bit different yeah. um, at the same time I think that contribution um, is a big part of you know team success when it comes to you know who your key players are and if um, you know that these are the certain players that um, are going to need to play a good game to uh, you know facilitate your team's wins and, and continued success then um, I think it's definitely telling you know what the stats say uh, because um, you know of course the, the film can say one thing but you are what, what the stats say as well yeah. yeah. In some instances, and so it's important that you know your key players are being productive at the end of the day. And like, and like, what I'm always interested in, we treat a lot of rugby players here. You know, we have a lot of professional rugby players coming into us, and when I saw you up close, I was blown away with kind of your size and your power. And I saw you running on field, and and there's always that debate here, especially in Europe, how well would a rugby player, you know, a Polynesian rugby player travel and be able to play in the NFL or vice versa and you've kind of seen a couple of guys from a guy from from Australia tried to make with the 49ers didn't quite work out now we've got Christian Wade who just came over from from London and yeah. he's just joining up with Buffalo Bills I think he didn't even just gone straight in with a contract with them like what's your opinion on how that transition will go I'm looking at your physique you know your big strong durable running back you know, how well does that transference go from rugby to NFL, do you think? Is that something you guys talk about in the States? Or will this guy struggle? Or how would he fit in into the model of American football, do you think? Well, I think, obviously, um, you know, we have to respect the fact that rugby and football are two different sports. So there is going to be a, an obvious learning curve, um, you know, for, for Christian and uh, for any of the, the you know, foreign uh, sport players that end up trying to chase that dream of playing in the NFL. Now, at the same time of that, there is also some, um, you know, things in rugby that can help, uh, you know, Christian in, in his uh, fight to be a running back, you know, such as the, the coordination, his running style of, of being able to run from defenders, um, the speed uh, and, the, and the lateral agility. All of those things are, you know, are God-given and that's uh, the instinctual part. Um, the biggest thing for him will obviously be the strategic uh, part of the game, you know, the plays, the verbiage of the plays. Um, pass protection in the NFL is, is um, more important than even running the football itself. So, um, you know, before they, they even probably will trust him out there to run the ball, they want to make sure they can trust him to protect that quarterback because yeah. it's a quarterback-driven league at the end of the day. So all those kind of things is, is uh, things that are challenging for 
uh, rugby players, um, you know, and, and even other athletes from other sports that come into the NFL trying to do that is, you know, um, just that mental part that you are able to get through playing uh, football uh, for a long period of time in the career. So um, he'll have great coaches around him to, uh, you know, help facilitate learning and picking up that learning curve as, as quick as possible. Um, and this is profession now. So, I mean, you have all the time in the world to work on your craft, um, really just try and figure it out uh, because there are, have been instances of guys, uh, you know, being productive and doing well. So, so David has touched on um, kind of the, the transferability we'll say of a rugby player coming across more than likely just because of the physicality similarities between the two sports but as somebody kind of who's obviously played at the highest highest level that there is um, and, and going through your own injury kind of uh, issues over the, over the years are, are you kind of embracing the changes that you see in the NFL in terms of them trying to turn down the physicality or are you kind of a bit against it in that this is what I signed up for and I don't like the new changes coming in? Um, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, I always tell people, re- realistically, football is a 100% um, injury rate. You know, uh, it kind of really just varies on the severity of your injury. Yeah. But mm. you end up putting the helmet and those football pads on, you're going to get banged up uh, one way or another. So for me... Um, you know, it's, I'm not, I know that they probably trying to uh, make the game look a little bit more safer for them from a fan ass at, uh, perspective, um, you know, and to also not lose uh, from a business perspective, because let's, let's keep it real, you know, uh, that that's a big factor in, in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. um, but I do, I would say that the, uh, the uh, acknowledgement of like the concussions and, and head trauma, I think that that's important. Um, you know, especially when the people that are like the decision makers in the NFL, um, they know, you know, what's going on. They have the data and all that. So it, it's almost like their responsibility that they need to make sure that they, uh, you know, do the right thing by their players, you know, and, and take care of the investment. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, Again, I know what, what I'm signing up for. It's a contact sport, so um, it is what it is for me. And Jay, how do you describe your running style? I've watched you play a lot, but we have a couple of young aspiring players here, rugby players, and they all love NFL. And like, how Jay Ajay, how does he describe himself as a running back? What do you say? You talk about lateral agility, power, ruggedness, toughness. What are the kind of attributes that you describe yourself as? Just you know, if you're thinking about yourself, describing yourself yeah. as the way you play. I mean, I think I'm a, a, an explosive player. Um, you know, I think I have a versatile running style. Um, you know, being a bigger back, but coming from a, a you know a, a football background, soccer background, um, you know, I have really great feet, and uh, that my coordination um, and, and 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 having that uh, you know light, quick feet, it helps me out being a bigger back. So I'm able to. Um, you know, beat guys with uh, being powerful and breaking tackles, but also make the missing space. So, um, I think that I'm a uh, you know a good all around back that that can do it all. And um, you know, I'm excited to get back out there on the field and uh, just showcase myself even more new and improved. Because I feel like this rehab time, I've had a lot of opportunity to just uh, work on a lot of correctives in my body and really get healthy and uh, 
you know, I'm excited for, for what's going to show on the field when I get back out there. So what's so where are we at now in terms of next step? You know, we want to see that the Eden Hazard, right, of the NFL. We want to see those light, dancing, powerful feet. Where are we now in terms of how how, how far are we from seeing you coming back? Yeah, I mean, for me, obviously, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's not my first uh, ACL, you know, so I know how these things go. I know it takes time and um, even me, I'm not going to put a, a certain time or date, like, I need to be back by then. I just know that, you know, my body and my knee and everything is going to let me know when it's, when it's time. And I know, um, and I've been chronicling it too as well through video and everything, but the progression that I've been making, you know, I feel it every day. I, I can I can tell, you know, when I'm getting closer and closer back to myself and even better than before. So, you know, it's just a daily thing of me just taking it day by day, you know, progressing each week, um, taking my wins every every week, um, you know, with adding more to the plate. Um, and, and it's been great. You know, just last week I was able to get back on the field for the first time and run. And that was like a special moment for me just because, you know, that's what I do for my career. So it's just, a, you know, exciting to be able to run again. Yeah, that's a bit, I like how been, I like you saying I've been that ramping wins. up my lateral agility and all that stuff. So it's just like as more ads on my plate, you know, that's just you know we just attack it like that. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, just get ready for the year. You know, because like I said, when I'm ready, I'll be ready. And once that happens, it doesn't matter. You know what what time of the year is because whenever I go on that field, it's gonna you know it's gonna showcase itself. That's great. It's great to hear uh, the positivity coming through there. Anyway, I'm sure you'll you'll smash it no doubt when you come back. And um, we've a couple of quick fire questions for you, Jay. Here that we uh, put to anyone who comes onto the podcast. So, if we were to say the term high performance or high performance culture to you, what what does that mean to you? You said high performance. Yeah, high performance or, or high performance culture. What what do you think kind of that entails? High performance culture, I think is something where, um, you know, it's, it's a standard, a standard of excellence. That's why I would say a high-performance coach is. Perfect. Um, yeah, no, that's crazy. Where it's, uh, it's just a, uh, a set of, of values that everyone knows, like, this is what it's supposed to look like, uh, the excellence from the, the vet, veterans to the, the young guys. Um, it's just a standard. Brilliant. And then, if you had an instant say, it was a game you had a, like a fumble or, or just a general kind of subpar performance. What do you do to kind of regain your edge to psych yourself back up for the next play, the next drive, the next game? Is there any kind of te- specific techniques that you have? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, uh, you gotta realize, man, like shit happens. You know, what I'm saying you, you, you know, wins and losses, and you know, there's unfortunate. Uh, things that go on during a football game and you have to learn to have a short memory and again also have that self-confidence in yourself and and, and knowing that you know even though that mistake was made that if you do get that opportunity again that you're gonna right that wrong and so that's always a big thing for me is whenever you know like a mistake is made or um, you know you you don't do the right thing or you know you you uh, cause cause uh, your team to not not uh, succeed you know I take it personally you take it to heart and it's something that you know you you want to you want to learn from those things and it makes you stronger at the end of the day being able to battle through that adversity and come back out on top 
Perfect. Yeah, no, that's very good. Good, good point. And then uh, lastly, on that one, Jay, the big three in your life at the moment. Do you have kind of a big three, kind of a creed, we'll say, or big three aspects of your life that you're really focusing on at the moment, either in your personal or or professional life? Um, I would say, I mean, obviously, my family. That's always my first uh, thing. Uh, you know that I'm always about. Uh, you know making sure I keep my strong support system, you know, keeping me level-headed and humble and, and hungry. Um, you know, obviously faith as well is something that helps me get through, um, you know, these times and staying focused and staying uplifted and having that positive spirit and attitude. Um, I would say, um, you know, keeping good people around me, um, you know, because I do have a lot of free time on my hands, so keeping like inspiring people around me, creative people that um, like, constantly push me out of my comfort zone. That's another thing that you know I, I um, you know trying to make sure I, I, I do during this time, um, and then just um, staying true to the grind. You know, hmm. uh, that pro- the process I'm going through it's a it's a grueling process if you do an ACL. It's not quick, you know, it's a long process, but staying true to it um, and embracing it, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good journey because it, it makes the, the end point when, when uh, I'm back out there on that field so much more sweeter after knowing what I've gone through um, and, um, you know, just coming out on top, so, so yeah. Jay, man, I've, I've seen your process, I've heard you work, you know, you've mentioned the word process so many times. I've already referenced in a previous podcast about, you know, process, process, process leads to the craft. You know, here's a level-headed, hungry, humble, positive, inspiring professional athlete surrounding himself with good people, good vibes, working, grinding hard every single day. You know, you're you're someone that a lot of athletes, young and old, can look up to for inspiration. You've you've been through a lot of adversity. Also, you've been through a lot of success. You won the Super Bowl at a young age. You've been in the Pro Bowl. I suppose from the two of us here in Ireland, um, we're just hoping you best luck with the rest of your your rehab. Um, I'll be hoping to touch base with you and maybe in London and try to help facilitate a couple of steps in the next couple of weeks. But just. We're both looking forward to seeing you back on the pitch. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the field, scoring touchdowns and rushing hard. So thanks very much for coming yeah. on today. No, thank you guys for having me. It's going to be a, an exciting story, you know. Um, like you said, um, a lot of uh, highs and lows, and that's what comes with it. You know, at the end of the day, you know, um, the NFL, it, it is what it is. You know, it comes with these crazy peaks and, and, and valleys but you have to stay true to yourself and know who you are and I do and uh, I'm excited you know for the return so I'm going to stay tuned thank you guys for having me again Jay, legend alright I'll talk to you soon appreciate it thanks Jay mm-hmm. thank you